This is the Keeping Real Podcast with your host, Sierra Bray. All right, I'm so excited for today's episode. We have a very special guest who, for some reason, we popped on each other's Instagrams and started following each other. And I recently signed up for their um, newsletter, which I love. It is your weekly dose of inspiration and affirmations and all the deets you need to know about astrology and what's going on in the in the astrology world um so i am joined here with latoya from emerald astrology and you can follow her at emerald astrology on instagram her content's amazing and um yeah today we're going to talk a lot about cycles and astrology and how we can tap into the information of astrology to um, just help us and understand what's going on. And, you know, it's funny, even before we got onto recording, she was talking about technology and how, Oh, there's a, there was a retrograde. So that's probably why technology wasn't working. So I'm so excited. So, um, thank you so much Latoya for, uh, for coming on here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to, oh. to share this gift. Yeah. <laughs> I I, yes. Okay. And I love your passion love your passion and I love all the content that you do. And I love how organic and natural and authentic it is. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what Emerald Astrology is and kind of how that uh, birthed. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully I'm going to try not to make it like a 10 minute because <laughs> <laughs> it's been literally a journey for sure. Uh, so I've been, my name is Latoya uh, from Emerald Astrology and I've been studying astrology for about almost 10 years. It's about to be about that. Wow. Yeah, it's been crazy. How did so, it that been, long? Yeah. It's been a journey though. It's been a lot of pushback, pull and push. Yeah. All of this. Like, <laughs> okay, I can't do that. I can't do that. Can't do that. Can't. So <laughs> pretty much it was about to be 10 years. And um, when, as soon as I found it or discovered it, um, I fell in love. Um, but the how I found it is a friend came to me uh, while I was in university, just started. And they were like, hey, do you know Jyotish or do you know Eastern, Eastern astrology? And I was like, no, but I'm away from my family. So I can dive anything, into anything and everything I want. <laughs> <laughs> It's because uh, I come from a very, like, at the time, very strict Christian family. So anything that had to do with astrology, the moon, it was just terrible. It was bad. Like, you should just only depend on God and that's it. Mm -hmm. So if you try to find any kind of way of insight, it's just, it's of the devil. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm sure that they're evolving from that thinking. But at the time, it was really, it was taboo. And um but so I discovered it and decided, okay, I want to learn more about it. And the reason is because I want to know more about my life. What is my life meaning? And how do I go about this? Who am I? I don't even know who I am. You know, going to university, you're just discovering yourself, right? But that's the time to discover yourself and build some values and what you're going to do in life and how you're going to serve the world. And so that's pretty much, it all came at once. And I dived in and stuck with it, even though it's been those pushback pull moments stuck with it for some time. But Emerald Astrology came to me um, because uh, while I was uh, doing my internship in Haiti, because I also got my degree in sustainable living, and this is in soil ecology, while studying astrology. Wow. <laughs> uh, 
I went out to Haiti and had a lot of alone time, more than I was expecting. Like I thought I was going to have lots of people around me who spoke English, but the only, the intern that was there with me was there for only like a week. And then I was by myself. Um, however, I did kind of know that that was going to happen because I was looking at my astrology and other astrologers were like saying like, oh, I don't know if you should leave. You're going to deal with some stuff and we may not be comfortable with it. But I went anyways, didn't listen, <laughs> and test this out. And so I was there by myself doing the soil work that I was doing there for, but studying as well. And started really studying and taking my time with it and uh, traveled even more from there to Minnesota, et cetera. And then um, realized that, man, I've been gathering this information and it's almost becoming like a full belly in a way. Like, it's like, okay, I feel like I need to birth something and it ended up being Emerald Astrology. Took some time and then after some time uh, decided that a good way for me to use this um, vehicle or, you know, thing is to help other women be more creative and fulfilling, have a fulfilling life and do that with the cycles of the moon and stars, like I've been doing, like how I've been studying. And so it's pretty much, we've been a very organic kind of thing. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's the gist of it. Hopefully that's pretty clear. But no, that's, that's great. Much. That's great. I love that you, I love that you share that. I, I think it's so awesome too, that you're like, well, this could be a 10 minute spiel because that's kind of like, I feel personally, and this is my opinion, but to get us to our purpose, it usually is a 10 minute spiel explaining it because there are so many different avenues, so many roadblocks, so many speed bumps. Um, but that's kind of, and I feel like that way allows you to know that you're on the right path because there's so many um, challenges, I feel like, from God, from the universe. So to make you question, like, okay, are you sure you want this? Like, you could take this way or you could take that way. Like, which way do you want to go? I tried. Like, yeah. I'm going to do it. All right now you're by yourself for three months and I'm like <gasps> they're like what are you gonna do and I'm like I just want to read all these astrology books that I still manage to have <laughs> I'm just like, what? yeah I'm like, wow. and yeah, sometimes so and sometimes when we listen to that guidance and to like and even go against it it still allows us to like be pushed in that direction so that's yeah. that's amazing and so your bio on Instagram, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, um, it says that you're on a mission to empower women to live a fulfilling life with the cycles of the moon and stars. So maybe you can explain to us what does that encompass and what does that mean to you um, when working with women and, and how do you get that mission across or how do you accomplish that mission? Yeah, so it is definitely a huge mis mission, um, but I will definitely try to say what, what I mean by that. Um, yeah. So starting with myself, I, I've learned to honor my femininity, honor that I am not linear, my thinking's not linear, my path is not linear, it actually goes in cycles. So mm -hmm. I would have those push-pull moments, but then I'll be pulled back into that cycle, right? And so looking at the stars, I realized, oh, wow, the stars are doing that too. You know, Saturn, Jupiter, Mercury, Venus, Mars, the moon, all of this is doing that, going on these beautiful cycles. And when we have our bird chart, we can see that transits happening. And we're like, okay, this may happen in our life. This does happen. Uh, what, what do I do? How do I use it? And so for me, 
what I've learned, like by looking at it within myself, I realized this is a fantastic tool to for soul, soul development. This mm. is because uh, it's in relation literally to me, my birth chart, how I relate to the world and the stars relate to me and I relate to the stars. I can learn how to work with it and uh, see the lessons that are popping up that I can literally look into from my chart um, as a as an opportunity to live a fulfilling life in according to what is me and what I feel is right. And so it's a lot, but like with the moon, it's about emotions and um, intuition and learning how to, to work with that and realize that we have cycles and that we wax, we wane, and it's a beautiful thing. And uh, we have this magnificent tool of uh, the astrology of the sky, you know, sky teaching us and showing us that these are the different things that are popping up in your life. It's not for your detriment. It's actually to help build you and become stronger and uh, shine your light. Um, what your your soul is here to do. And so that's pretty much what I what I do with Emerald Astrology is I give insight in how this may manifest in our lives and uh, can go even more deeper and more specific with each person if I do that one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my intention is to help women understand that you're not by yourself and you're not linear, that you, you move in cycles, your life moves in cycles, and um, it's all here to learn and to, to live a more fulfilling life and not live to according to what someone else says is right for you because how could they know you know mm -hmm. so that's pretty much what, what I do with my work I love that you came from a place of your personal experience too like you started that paragraph you started talking about it by saying you know how can I better myself by looking at the sky looking at the stars using the moon to better myself it wasn't coming from a place of, okay, I just want to do this for others. Like you actually are implementing it in your own life. And I love that so much. And so when you're, when you're looking at the cycles and I've been learning a lot about it. Um, I mean, not as much as like reading every day as I probably should be. And I want to be, but uh, just right now with time and whatnot, but the books that I have read, the information that I have looked in says that the cycles with the moon and with the seasons and with our, even our menstrual cycle. So anyone that identifies with a menstrual cycle, you can kind of tie that in with the moon as well and use each week in our menstrual cycle with the moon accordingly. And, and eventually it sometimes will sync up yes. with the moon and that's even more powerful. So do you, when you're, when you're working with um, people that identify as women or people that identify with the menstrual cycle, do you, also like look at that as well to see like when certain emotions and because everyone's different right but you can if you're and I've been I've been tracking it too so like I know I'm like okay and even my partner will be like oh what week is it like you know do you need more rest this week or you used to get a little sassy on me like he'll start to like cue in now because I've talked so much about it um so it's pretty cool but yeah do you kind of link that in as well i am starting to okay it's going back to myself yeah. so being a gemini i'm a gemini son i it's it's hard for me to be in my body okay 
so much more easier for me to just be in the astral realms and I'm just thinking and, oh, this idea, oh, this thing, oh, this experience, you know. So it's very easy for me to be out there. And But with working with the moon, I'm learning to, hey, I have a body. <laughs> Why do I feel like this, you know? And so the more I've been digging in, the more I've been like, oh, I have a menstrual cycle and it's powerful. I can use it to my, you know, advantage. So recently I just decided, actually, the new moon in Leo. So uh, last Wednesday, I've decided, oh, I'm going to include my menstrual cycle in my calendar. Okay. My and so I'm starting to see that. And I'm, I'm planning on working with women in that way as well, or just identifying with it because I'm still learning. So I don't know much about it. But totally. I definitely notice when I have my luteal phase, where I call that my Kalima phase, where I'm just ready to be like, I'm done. Everything's going away. <laughs> I'm you I'm sick of that I'm you know like very much like <laughs> it's like oh my god you need to go lay down you need to go and <laughs> don't don't cut people's head off but <laughs> yeah there's a really there's a really good book that I don't know if you've checked out I recently read called do less by Kate Northrup and highly recommend it um I'll show it to you here on the on the cam that's what it looks like and it's really good. She ties in um, moon cycles, not as like um, probably in depth that you're used to, like really getting into like birth charts and all that stuff. But she ties in like the moon cycle and then the menstrual cycle and then also talks about seasonal stuff. But the, the kind of consensus of the book is to do less and also get more done so, yes. and she's, she's a mom. So she, and she said that, you know, the year that I had my baby and I was, I was super uncreative, but then a year after postpartum, I got so creative and I realized, you know, during this time I'm in a hibernation mode and right. this time I'm creative and this time, so she starts to realize like when to have, when to launch projects, yes. right. And then when to, say no to projects and then when to be more social, when to be not social, when to schedule, you know, a really big networking event, when to not go to a networking event. So she kind of ties in like the entrepreneurial um, mom, but then also kind of ties in the cycles. And then in the back of the book, she has a bunch of experiments to do to really start being aware and track like where you're at in your cycle, what you're noticing, um, so it's really good. I, I would suggest reading it. This was kind of the first book that kind of led me into learning more about it and to yeah. track more about it. Um, but yeah, I love that you're, you're learning, again, using your personal experience to then mm -hmm. offer more to your clients. I think that's amazing. Um, what's your favorite thing about astrology? Oh, man, there's so many things. <laughs> but other than, like, the moon, of course. So, like being connected to the 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 cyclical you know nature of ourselves and the moon. But I've also been really fascinated with the rising sign. So, like the rising sign is about uh, like life path and perspective of the world and how the world sees you. So, I've been really interested in that and how does that play into like the sun and the moon signs that we are born with. Um, and then, of course, in relation to the moon cycles in itself. But yeah, I've been really fascinated with that and. And how the way that we see the world just like shows opportunity. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, the way how we're perceiving it. So that's been something really interesting for me because like, 
um, recently I had like my, uh, the new moon in Leo had shine its light on or not well, black light, but you know, planted its seed into my life direction. And, um, because it was, uh, I feel like I'm talking really much in astrology, but I'm trying. That's to okay. <laughs> so the new moon that happened was right on the degree of my ascendant sign. Okay. So it was like, okay new direction. That's how I saw it. Cause the new moon is about uh, new beginnings, starting up something, uh, releasing the rest and just, yeah, just going in with the abandonment of the, you know, the past. And that also links to our, um, like the follicular phase of our menstrual cycle so that we're building, we're getting ready to, to do stuff, new things, attract new, a child or whatever. And so, yeah, that, I don't know, I've been looking at the rising signs, like, okay, with a different perspective of, okay, this is really about the life path and the direction you're going, and what does that mean to each person, and so as I'm, like, meeting new clients, I'm seeing that, and I'm like, okay, this is really interesting, <laughs> and how we end up lacking in that area, too, like, because, like, the um, the signs also resonates, or, or their chakras resonates with the signs as well, and so mm. the energy will... And, um, like with so, me, was having, oh, so yeah, on. no, just a quick question. So you said the chakras align with what's going on as well. So if someone is feeling depleted, say in like the sacral chakra, it could be something tied to astrology. Yeah. Like you could, step wow. Up, like I, I'm starting to find, um, of course this is, needs more research and stuff like that, sure. but I am starting to see a pattern and I'm like, huh. Cause I know with, let's say with like um, Leo, I go back to me with the, the heart, uh, it resonates with the heart chakra and cause it's the heart of the zodiac and it's all about passion and creativity, self-expression. And so what, let's say for me at the time, I struggle with my heart chakra, like opening up and okay. that way, but that's my rising sign. And so the rising sign is the soul's intention what we're here to become we may, oh. people may see us as like let's say people may see me as a leo but i don't feel like i'm a, like a leo cheerful ready to sh you know show off my talents i feel more like my moon my scorpio where it's like <gasps> i have to hide or i have to to do something to like cast off attention for me or whatever uh <laughs> sit off distraction like oh look at that i'll help you don't look at me <laughs> Attitude, but then it's like no like the rising sign is your soul's intention so you have to like learn to work with that energy and then that can also be linked to a chakra as well so I mean like even like maybe like if it, dealing with root chakra stuff um it may be like your Aries rising or something because that's very much a grounded and like work with the material realm and create something new and birth it out and that's like aligned with the root chakra so i didn't mean to oh, like no no that this is this is fascinating this is so fat no i love this and it's it's interesting because i'm reading this book right now i forget what it's called but it's by a psychic her name is sylvia brown i'm sure you've potentially have seen her like she was on montel williams and she has a ton of books she actually has a book um, that predicted COVID. <gasps> yeah. She said yeah. that she predicted that in 2020, uh, a pneumonia-like uh, illness will happen. Wow. Yeah, in one of her books. But anyway, so she talks, um, I think it's called The Other Side, actually. And it talks about how when 
like when we die, and this is obviously like in her experience, her opinion, and I'm starting to understand and make my own opinions about it. But she says that when you die, you have, you go to the other side and the other side is, um, is then preparing you to then go out again and to be birthed again into a different opportunity. But before you go and get birthed again, and before you go and be another human or animal, you pick your blueprint. Mm. And she was saying that when you pick your blueprint, you're always, your, your blueprint shows like what you're going to learn, what you need to learn from your past life. Like that kind of guides you into just becoming like a better and better and better and better and better soul. So when, <laughs> yeah. So when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about your intention, your, I forget what you called it, rising? Yeah, the rising signs. The rising soul. sign is your soul's intention. It reminds me of how that could be potentially, or it's, it's similar to that blueprint that, yes. you know, we came to earth to have this intention and this is what we're going to learn and these are the challenges we're going to experience. So that's really interesting. Yeah. So astrology, that, yeah, you're, you're on point on that because the, the birth chart we have is our soul's blueprint. That's like the word. Oh, okay. So, yes, and that's why I really love astrology because I've always been, even before I knew about astrology, I've always been the type to seize people's gifts, their hidden gifts, and to be like, come on, come on, come on, come on, let it out, let it out, let, let's do that. <laughs> and they're like freaking out. Like, they're like, I don't want it, I'm scared, you know? I'm like, what? what's wrong? Just do it, you know? <laughs> and so now I'm like, oh, um, now I have this tool, astrology. I can see this person's blueprint, and now I'm able to see their blockages, ask them more questions develop my Gemini. Gemini is known to be that communicative and, but he's here to learn how to ask better questions as well. Um, so as I'm like learning to myself, I'm able to help develop and get that person's to remember their uh, soul's intention and know about their blockages and how to work with that. So astrology is a very fascinating tool. Wow. Like that, yeah, yeah, such a great resource. So, if anyone's listening, make sure you contact Latoya to get a full reading so you can understand yourself better and you can understand why you are the way that you are and what your true intention is because that is really cool. We're gonna have to talk later and I'm gonna have to get, we're gonna have to see what mine is, but um, no, I love that you touched on that and so. If someone is just kind of diving deep in, like, well, not diving deep, diving in the shallow end, which they shouldn't be allowed, but just jumping into the shallow end, um, in astrology, what is kind of the first steps? Because I've always been interested in horoscopes. And, you know, even as a kid, I would go in a magazine or, like, you know, there'd be, like, Teen Vogue or something, and there'd be, like, the astrologies, and I'd read them. But they obviously, like, they're just kind of – like, I don't know if those are accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's like made up. It's like, you're going to find your dream man and your dream career tomorrow. And yeah. I was like 12 years old. Um, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've always looked in like now, as I know that like, I don't really read magazines, but I go into like cafe astrology and I'll check in on my, on my horoscopes. But that's kind of like the basic of where I started looking at my horoscopes. But when you're learning more about astrology, like where should somebody start if they are kind of that beginner, they're fascinated in it, they need more information. 
like obviously they should contact you to get their blueprint figured out but if they just want to like before they do that is there anything that they should look into or learn yeah so you can start with your three main signs so your rising sign your soul's intention your sun sign your creativity how you shine in the world what you're here to build as your uh, your uh i want to say authority but also that's saturn but also like your sense of self uh, your sun sign, and then your moon, your emotional nature, what do you need to feel secure? So you can uh, actually go to like a birth chart calculator, or you can do a rising sign calculator to figure out your rising sign. All you need is your birth time, place, and date. And um, yeah, you can literally just Google, uh, what's my ascendant or rising sign, and put your information in, and it'll show up what sign it is. And then you can Google, what's my moon sign, and then put your birth information and uh you'll get your moon sign and then from there you can go into good old youtube or google pants man (laughs) and like just go away with rising sign and aries what is that you know and just dig in and then it'll tell you all kinds of different stuff um but yeah you can just start from there that's how i started and realized that oh because like it was so weird because like um i guess women tend to resonate with their moon signs more or at least starting off with um as they grow and become more um a part of society they start to resonate with their son but uh from my experience i've always been like oh i i resonate with darker signs because i was very much closed off introverted uh didn't really want to talk as much and i remember in high school i had the spider necklace on and the lady was teaching a course about uh, this fine arts institution and then she stopped and looked at me was like are you a scorpio and i was like no i'm a gemini and she was like that necklace makes me think you're a scorpio and then like went back to her pro like her, her class and then I was just kind of like that's weird and eventually I looked into my birth sign and I was like oh, my moon sign and rising sign and then it said I'm Scorpio and I was like ah there's something to it so if you don't resonate with your sun sign you might be resonating with your moon more so okay. and, uh, and less likely your rising sign but yeah if you're just like very much like in your emotional nature and just like connected in that way, you're more than likely resonate with your moon. So okay, those two different things to start off and realize that you are multidimensional, not just your sun. And <laughs> totally. So are horoscopes like not okay or like they're just kind of brief or like it's not really like what like what is a horoscope? I guess in astrology, just kind of a prediction or I think it's it's. It depends on the re- the the reader themselves, but I think it's for one, you're going off of just your sun sign. Okay. There, there's a lot of different elements that's going on um, other than your sun sign, right? You have your Mercury, or your ability to communicate. You have your Mars, your ability to assert yourself or get angry. Your Venus, your ability to love and attract relationships, and then all these different aspects that will that are called squares and trines and conjunctions, all these different stuff that's going on that changes the flavor of your day. And so let's say if you're, you know, the Gemini uh, horoscope was like, oh, you're going to have a very jolly day and it's going to be much fun and everyone's going to be your friend. And it's like, okay, that is just the surface. And really you have like Mars squaring your moon right now. And so now you feel very angry and frustrated and it may lash out on people and then they lash out at you, you know? So there's all these different elements. The horoscope is very, very much like surface level and okay. uh, 
and it's and it's also not tied into like everyone's different right because everyone has a different earth moon so it's not really it's not that it's not accurate but it's just not really something you should even like get because sometimes yeah because I sometimes I'll like I'll just go for fun and read it and I'm like oh yeah that totally was me today and then other days I'll read it and like cafe astrology I find is like the most accurate one so sometimes I'll go and read it and I'm like oh yeah okay this totally was my day and then like I'll always read it at night like once my day has happened to compare and then sometimes I'll read it and I'll be like yeah, no, that didn't really happen. It's <laughs> like resonating more and then your chart then. Yeah. Um, so that's really good to know that it's kind of just like there to kind of entertain and not really yeah. like give you much content. Right. Not too much. And I mean, like if it's good information, you're like, you're getting something out of it. Like, just great. <laughs> for that. You know, don't be like, oh, if it's wrong this one day, it's forever bad. You know, it's like, it, it probably, you're getting something out of it. That's why you keep going back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's for funny or is it for jokes or, you know, it's yeah. for some insight, like, you know, take it as you will, but like as a grain of salt, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Um, okay. And we haven't really, um, we haven't really touched on, well, actually, you know what, I'll ask you the next question and then we can touch on that. So, can you explain what the heck a retrograde is? Because I see on Instagram all the time, like I follow a bunch of different accounts and they're like, we're in Mercury retrograde, like get your crystals, protect yourself, like don't travel, don't use technology. And then it's like, I feel like I'm looking at a Mercury retrograde post like every day and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm never gonna travel, I'm never gonna use technology. <laughs> I like the one that says Mercury Gatorade. I'm like, really? <laughs> I love that one. Mercury is in Gatorade. <laughs> like, That's I'll see this off. So, yeah. Mercury, it actually goes retrograde three times a year. So, okay. Um, it would be like the beginning half of the year, the middle, and the, towards the end of the year. So Okay. But what happens when a planet goes retrograde is they appear moving backwards uh, because in, from our perspective on Earth in relation to the sun, the planet. So I think like the way I was reading it, like the sun is moving, right? So it's going through, well, it looks like it's moving. And then like the planet Mercury, let's say is moving, but it looks like it's appearing going backwards. And the Earth is right here just watching. And that's us looking at Mercury. And we're like, well, what is it doing? It's going backwards. But when in common with all the planets like Mercury, Venus, Mars, which all goes retrogrades in different points um, of time. So like, I think like Venus is like every 200 and some days or something like that. And Mercury is like 86 days. It goes retrograde. Um, it's much closer to the earth and uh, we see it and feel the effects. And so what it means, uh, cause that's more like the astronomy, but what it means for us in relation to us on earth is to reflect like for Mercury specifically is to reflect on how we've been um, going about our business, our, our routines, our uh, relations, and also having to think about what sign it's in. So it resonates in a different part of your chart. So you're reflecting on these different things in your life or people in your life or the way you're going about or viewing the world. Mm -hmm. um, and then like, let's say like Saturn going retrograde that 
it's kind of weird because when it went retrograde Saturn, um, that's when co like we had the lockdown, at least for here in Texas, like, we were like locked down and like stuck and we couldn't, like government was like, no, you can't go out. And I'm like, wow, Saturn and Saturn <laughs> resonates with uh, government or represents government. Oh, Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so yeah, with Saturn itself, like it may be like outside authority, you know, like we're having to reflect on outside authority, but also reflect upon our inner authority and how we're using our, our sense of authority and are we exercising it in a healthy way, in a helpful way. And so when these different planets go retrograde, it just helps us just to review ourselves and review our relationships or our values with Venus or our way of communicating it's Mercury. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it appears moving backwards, but it really is not. And it happens um, ever so often, depending on how slow or fast the movement plant moves around the sun. So, so it's yeah. kind of an optical illusion is what you're saying. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it's, it's, kind of like from what you're saying, especially with like Mercury retrograde, it's kind of that kick in the pants to like slow down, time to rest, time to reflect, time to like take more, yeah, take more self-care. So it's really important actually to like recognize these things. And as I was, as we were talking about using astrology as a resource to, you know, get back to our roots like that's so important because everyone's go 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 busy 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 here in america we're like i need wi-fi 24 7 (laughs) and it's like mercury is like i'm tired i'm gonna i'm gonna retract a little we're shutting down the wi-fi yeah like yeah basically i'm gonna shut down the wi-fi and good luck with your business and you're just like no (laughs) i gotta sign all these contracts now i'm not saying that you should stop living you know totally but when mercury does go retrograde that's something that's a time when you're having to um double look what you're signing Mm. like contracts that you're signing because you may look over the details because mercury is about rationalization and analyzing and all that stuff and so when it goes retrograde it's kind of like hiding away or kind of like in the clouds and Mm. and so that's a good time for us to slow down and not really push so much if we don't have to right um and, but it, uh, it seems to me, though, that like with following astrology and being aware of the moon and the stars, like it seems to me that we should kind of always just be within like in that flow. Like, yeah. like we should be just naturally like organically slowing down and we can still be busy. We can still, you know, launch projects and do that, but more in like a flow kind of way, right? Like pacing yeah. ourselves rather than just like, you know, going, going wild, going bananas. And, yeah. and I think that has a lot to do with, you know, conditioning and the way society has just been built to like, keep us working and like, you know, just go, go, go. Look busy, look busy. Yeah, <laughs> just like, exactly. I'm not busy. I don't and, want to be busy. <laughs> totally. And even when we look at, um, identifying women with our cycle, like we don't work on a 24 hour cycle. And like men do. And so we work on a 30 day cycle or a 28 day cycle or whatever your cycle is, but we work on a longer cycle and these systems have been in place for the 24 hour cycle. Like let's work every single day at the same time with the same schedule. And it was funny because I was talking to my partner about this and he's like, 
Yeah. So I like, I really love, like I thrive when I'm on a routine. Like I got to wake up at the same time. I got to do the same thing. I got to, you know, and I'm like, that's great. And I tried to do that and had so much resistance and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, wait, you're on a 24 hour cycle. I'm on a 28 day cycle. So maybe, you know, the first week of my cycle, I would be able to do that kind of routine. And maybe the second week, but the third and the fourth week, I need more sleep. Like I'm not getting up at five in the morning because I need the extra sleep, you know? So it's so fascinating to me when we use all of this information, when we use these resources to our advantage, what can come out of it. So that's so awesome. Now, when we're getting into the moon and the cycles, Mm -hmm. tell me more about that because what I know is that there's certain energy during certain moon, like depending on where the, like what the moon looks like really. So if it's a full moon or a half moon or a new moon, like there's different energy, I think. And then you feel different things and you should be doing certain things during those times. So maybe you can explain a little bit about that. Yeah. So the, the moon cycles actually, um, mirror the menstrual cycle so with the the new moon that's a time to start new things it's a time to well let me backtrack a little bit so a little further back (laughs) the dark moon so the dark moon it's the time when we can't really see the moon the moon is actually completely dark and or close to dark and so during that time that's a time to retreat and really dig in and understand whatever the message is. So it's a time where we would be like having to completely cut off something or uh, discover something new about ourselves and what we're wanting to do in life or with our families or um, just how we operate and relate to people and and our things and yeah, so stuff like that. And so with the dark moon, it's like that time for reflection and meditation and letting go and being okay with that and also maybe a time of crying and releasing you know in, in different ways um and then as you go into the new moon it's a time to to set your intention if you did get one from the dark moon phase like you kind of maybe you're like getting over a breakup or something and you're just frustrated and you're crying and they did this thing and you're, you know just full-on collie mom just ready to cut everything off you know that old relationship, cut the cords, energetic attachments, emotional attachments. And with the new moon, you're like, okay, what do I actually want? What is my intention? Do I want a new relationship? Do I want to discover a new part of myself outside of that old relationship? And then you set your intention. And as you set your intention, so you could do it with like setting it with a crystal. I love to work with crystals because um, I, I call them my accountability buddies. And um, so every time I look at it, I remember my intention. I also I, I that. love that. I love yeah. that. Do, yeah. you pick, then, do you pick a specific crystal depending on what your intention is? Like, because um, different crystals have different meanings, right? Yeah, so they resonate for different things. So I would, um, <clears throat> for the most part, I do do that. Um, cool. Right now, I'm still working on, um, like, doing this full-time, like, with my astrology work. So I'm working a lot with my citrine because I, right. I need a lot willpower and pushing through and showing up and being okay with being in the light as like my Scorpio me wants to hide it's like no you gotta go out there and so I'm like oh okay (laughs) so uh yeah so different crystals you can be definitely can get into that but then again it's all mine so if you don't you don't have to go crazy and buy all the crystals I'm not saying go do that but if you you know 
have a little bit of money and that really resonates with you, then go ahead, you know, or find them, you know, they're, they're, they're still on the earth. So you can go search for them too, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is always fun or just have an intention of attracting another crystal. So, but uh, yes. So with the new moon, you are setting your intention could be with a crystal could just be writing things down be a prayer, whatever, moon water, I like to work with moon water as well. And um, as the moon grows in light, it's waxing or gaining more light and or um, visibility. That is a time to start planning as if you're about to get what you intended. You're planning your actions, you're strategizing, you're figuring out who's in my area that can help me put this together. How do I need to do this? And then as the moon gets to its first quarter, that's the time to, you're either challenged by something, challenged by authority, because the sun is also represents the authority. So well, the first quarter, it's the sun square moon, and the square is challenging, and the sun is authority or personal authority or like your creativity or uh, your father figure, some kind of figure that's now challenging your intention. And so now you either got to pivot, you got to change it, or you got to like say, no, I'm doing this and I'm going to do it for real. Mm, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like pretty much like that too. More and more like, I'm going to do it and you can look like I'm not doing that, but I really am doing it. So like, <laughs> and they're just like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, being silly. But <laughs> so yeah, so the first quarter, it's like make a decision. You're going to do it or are you going to pivot, you know? And then you go on and you continue to grow. The moon grows in light, continue to plan and put it all together and you got the more energy. And then when the full moon comes, you either attract that opportunity that are like you're doing the thing and it shows up or, um, or maybe your intention from the last few moons shows up. Oh. So this is like bigger cycles within bigger cycles. Whoa. Now you have a, 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 another decision to make of, do I really want this thing? Do I accept this opportunity? Do I do it? Or is, that's not right for me. I don't want it. Mm. So it, tie, it ties a lot into manifesting. Yes. Like this is like, this is like the, 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 the um, kind of like the deeper guide into manifesting. Cause everyone's just like, and I've even talked about manifesting and I'm a huge, like, I love talking about manifesting and everyone's like, you know, put the intention out there and, you know, yeah. detach yourself, but then do the inspired action and what, you know, and then it comes, but man, if you could connect to the moon and then yeah. connect to your yeah. menstrual cycle, Ooh, power. Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. And like, <laughs> and especially I was talking with some of my friends and they were saying, cause I was like, when are you supposed to menstruate? Like, is it with the full moon or is it with the new moon? Cause I get confused with that. And some say when they menstruate with the new moon, that's like the aligned, you know, I always say that cause I'm like, I don't know, but cause we live in a strange society now with all these lights. So our stuff is thrown mm. off, but um, you're super magnetic and super powerful around that time and can cause anxiety or like, mental breakdowns because it's just too much to take in right you know your body may not be able to hold that up your mind and you're you're lower in certain hormones too right so you're not at that like balanced state yeah so it's kind of weird so i i definitely need to look into that more before i start dishing out information yeah no we'll do a part two once you're once you're more comfortable with it we can talk more about that because that that fascinates me as well and like being able to connect all those dots oh yeah that's powerful 
I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. But, <laughs> but it makes me think, cause like with the full moon, when you're attracting that, that is like correlates to, correlates to um, our ovulation. Mm. And so, you know, when we're ovulating, uh, we tend to attract a mate or a mate finds us and be like, hey, lady, like, <laughs> do you want a baby? And you'd be like, <laughs> you're either like yeah i want that project or that opportunity or like i don't like you can you (laughs) like you know so it's like you can see it that way with the moon totally i'm just like do i want this is this right for me does this yeah i intended you know like and then with that then you can work with that and then as the moon wanes it's like it's letting go it's being okay with releasing what is not right for you what is what you don't want so you could be like I don't want you dude or I don't want you opportunity or I don't want that child or I don't want you know and you're just letting that go and being okay with releasing the things that you don't want it could be surrender to that surrendering to that that's my hardest part I still struggle with surrendering like I'm I've realized I'm like I gotta have control but you know it's like, okay, this is a process. I'm learning that letting go, it's going to be a lifelong journey for me. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's the time to surrender and letting go. And then going back to that, uh, oh, the last quarter. And then that's that crisis and consciousness moment where you're like, I really don't like what I have here, or I don't like what I'm seeing. I really got to release it. And you continue to letting go, you're releasing it. And then goes back to the dark moon phase of like, oh, I'm here in the complete dark. What do I need? What do I want? And then the new moon comes, you set in that attention and then you're going on that manifesting journey again. So it's like really the moon is such a beautiful, like bigger accountability partner where mm. it's like, okay, what is that one intention you have? Let's make that happen instead of trying to start 500 things. At least this is how I see it. It's like asking, what is your one thing you want right now? Plant that seed and then watch it grow. Mm-hmm. Um, because even even with, because um, if you even look with farmers, they really they grow with the moon as well. And so they knew, okay, the new moon's coming. That's the time to plant the seed, literally plant the physical seed because it would be, it's a more auspicious time. The plant will grow much fuller and bigger and healthier as the moon, you know, grows in light, it gets more light. Uh, when it's full, it has more, uh, more light to continue to do its uh, process of growing. But um, yeah, so I've lost it. I lost what I was going to say, but pretty much that's, that's pretty much the, the accountability, good partner that can help you really create some magical things. I Um, love love that. (laughs) And I think that's so cool. And I never really thought of it that way. Like I've, I've heard things about people using their menstrual cycle to manifest and like how in certain times you should be setting the attention and then letting go and stuff like that. And how it's a really powerful time. But with the moon, I never thought of that. And I think it's so cool that you also said your intention um, or the thing that you wanted like a couple moon cycles ago um, could then show up at your door, you know, like moving forward. And then you're kind of, you know, question like, okay, do you really want this? Or do you want to go this route? And you're having to kind of make that decision. So it's very, very interesting. Um, And I, I just think that's, awesome that you also said um that the moon is your accountability partner i i really love that um 
because I think it's true. And we're always looking at the moon. Like anytime we're outside at night or we're looking out the window, like you look at the window and you just, you see the moon and your eye just goes right to it. Like it's not like you're almost not even looking for it. You're just like, Oh, there's the moon. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, I love that. Our, our accountability partner. Yes. And even like in astrology, the moon represents our intuition. And so if you want to get more esoteric, you know, with that, it's like your intuition is your accountability partner. Trust it more, you know, like. Right. So if you need the moon to look at the moon, like for me, I need the physical moon to remind me that my intuition is powerful and guides me and helps me and helps me create what I want um, instead of creating things I don't want because you're constantly manifesting. You're constantly attracting things every in your day. life. Every day. Every minute. Every minute. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what do you really want? You know? And so you can look at the moon and it can be that blaring light. Like, what do you want? <laughs> you know? You're like, yes. It is like, go back in the dark. <laughs> it's <just> like, okay. <laughs> and it comes back out and it's like, what do you want? And you're like, oh, okay. You're going to keep asking me, what do I want? Okay. I got to figure out what I want. <laughs> so yeah it's 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 good oh i never know what i was gonna say yeah like bridging that with astrology if you know your birth chart and you are familiar with the signs what they look like what what does leo look like what is gemini and so we as astrologers are always saying like the full moon in gemini you know they're like okay cool what does that mean but you can look at your chart and see that oh did my gemini rules my third house so that has something to do with communication uh, maybe there's something I need to see with the full moon, see, because, you know, when it's night, it's really bright outside with the full moon. Maybe there's something I need to see about my way of using my words, how I communicate, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then apply that to your life. And then as it wanes, you let go of like old habits of uh, talking to your, how you talk to yourself, how you talk to others. Um, so then that's when you can start using the astrology with the, the moon cycle as well. But you can get used to that. Wow. First. <laughs> no, yeah, no, like start baby steps, baby steps. Don't get overwhelmed, but get overwhelmed. yeah, but no, that's like once you start to get into, once you like learn a little bit over here and you can start to learn more about that, that is so powerful. Yeah. And I, and, and then using also when you talked about um, recognizing the chakras too, because yeah. I'm a huge believer in chakras. And anytime I have something going on, I'll look and I'll be like, okay. Oh, my throat. Okay. What's going on with my, you know, my chakra here and what do I need to do? And I'll like do a meditation about that and like try to eat more like yellow or orange food or whatever color is the chakra. Like I'm, or it'll say like, wear more orange. Like, so I'll wear more, you know, so starting to recognize that and putting it all together. And it's so cool. Like you have reaffirmed that like all of these, all of this information from astrology to menstrual cycles to chakras to like it's all kind of tied in and then if you look at yoga and meditation like it's all tied in right like oh that is so cool yeah (laughs) all about that so yeah that is amazing now what are some um like first is there anything specifically we should do during the month um to connect deeper with the moon and the astrology i know you had said um, set the attention, maybe use a crystal, um, tap in with the moon. Like if you see the moon, go out there and, you know, talk to it if you want. 
Um, remember that it's our accountability partner, but is there anything else for us to connect deeper, I guess, on that like more woo-woo level rather than just like Googling stuff? Yeah, so <clears throat> you can really, the way that I do the woo-woo is like you mentioned. And we're, just so people know, we're doing this in quotations. <laughs> oh yeah, quotations. We love, we love the woo-woo, but we're just, we're putting in quotations for anyone that's, you know, skeptic <laughs> listening. <laughs> But like the woo-woo, okay, so what is that actually? That is the, so the woo-woo is spiritual, right? It's a spiritual mm -hmm. thing. And things only manifest from the spiritual. You're, right. You only get the things that you think of, right? So it's, it's kind of the same. We're saying the same thing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, the, the outcome. It's like yeah. the, the start of it. But yeah. um, so what you could do with the astrology <clears throat> Well, right now we're in Virgo season. And so Virgo, it's all about like organization and um, mm, that's analytical and understanding your routine of things. And um, oh my God, this is dealing with stuff. This, so is, this is so funny because Mike is a Virgo and literally what you just said explained like literally who he is. Like he loves it. Like, he loves a good itinerary. He's super analytical, very like loves a good schedule. And I always tease him about that. Um, because I'm like a little bit opposite to that. But he like we balance each other. So it works really well. But oh my gosh, that's so funny. So it fits into what he is. So that's yeah. great. So definitely, <laughs> definitely fill up that Virgo, <laughs> Virgo life right now. Like, get your list out. You know, what is it that you really like or you can <clears throat> this is coming through sorry my throat is active i'm like clearing everything out uh, so get a piece of paper and write a list of all the things you like and what you want mm. and then as you look at your maybe a list of 10 things or 10 people i don't know <laughs> depending on you know <laughs> however you go about flying but you look at that list and with Virgo season, like, so that ends at September 22nd, look at it as a priority list. Start moving it around as a priority list. And um, it's, it's, I mean, first quarter moon is tomorrow. So it's, you're, you're going to get challenged or maybe you already feel challenged by something leading up to that first quarter or leading up to tomorrow. So with this priority list, you're kind of like looking at it, trying to organize it from your priority, you know, what is your priority? And then see it as, okay, I'm going to organize myself in a way that honors my list or honors the things that I really want out of life. And um, from that list, you continue to build the habits. So Virgo is all about routine habits that are healthy or that is uh, in alignment to your priorities and really practice on doing that and then once the full moon comes so that's going to be tuesday i think on wednesday september 2nd that's a time of reflection again a, a time of reflection and celebrating what you've accomplished so far so that actually what's was really nice and i think i felt to mention with uh attraction and manifesting with the full moon it's a time to celebrate what you've done and so that helps you build confidence like if you have low self-esteem or low confidence in yourself and like i can't accomplish anything then maybe you could start with the list of things that you want and it could be something small it could be like i want to clear courts 
you know, something, some, some mundane little whatever. And, um, and as you're focusing on it, you're building that routine you're, or you're figuring out how to organize your money to get it. Or maybe you ask a friend or, you know, whatever it is that like you're working from that list. And then when the full moon comes, congratulate yourself for attracting that thing, for manifesting that thing. And, um, and as the moon wanes, then start releasing whatever, like a, the bad habit that says that like, you can't have what you want or um, whatever or, that like limiting belief is. Right. Yeah. Whatever yeah. That yeah. And that's so, probably a good, that's probably a good time to do. I don't know if you're, um, if you're familiar with tapping mm. like EFT. I've heard about it, but I'm like, I don't, I didn't really look into it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's okay. I started looking like I've started kind of diving into it. So basically it's like hitting different pressure points. So you like do the karate chop, you hit your head, you tap up here and it's to help your brain connect with those pressure points to release a limiting belief. So yeah. So I feel like that would be a really good time to start doing that tapping so that whatever you're kind of releasing, you're releasing it through tapping through your body. And then after you do the negative tapping, you go into a positive tapping. So if you're saying like, I believe I don't deserve anything. And then you're, you continue tapping, but then you could say, I deserve everything. I deserve the money. Right. So then you can, you can, as you release, you start to um, have that new intention and and you start to like have that belief. Um, So that would probably be a really good time to do that. And the the other thing I was going to mention that I really loved is you talk about celebrating and celebrating is so important and it is crucial to continue manifesting and continue attracting more good, more what it is that you really want, because you're showing God, the universe, whoever you believe in, that I'm happy with what I've received and I'm willing to receive more. And I also think it helps us recognize that it's proof because we have a hard time as humans, I believe, when we want something and especially when it comes to money. We always struggle because we don't have the proof. We don't have the evidence that we can manifest $5,000 or $10,000, right? So it puts us outside of our comfort zone and we have to start believing that we can manifest that or we can, um, or we do deserve that, right? So when we do get to that point where we manifest and attract what it is that we want and maybe we never thought it was possible, that's the, there's evidence, there's evidence, right? So when you're you're celebrating, celebrate, you know, write it down in your journal and talk about how grateful you are that you have that evidence to keep manifesting, to keep attracting. Even if you go, you know, if, if, if someone goes to a cafe and manifests a free coffee, that is still a point to celebrate and to see the evidence because there isn't, there's, um, I think there's like a misconception that it has to be when you're manifesting, it has to be in like money form or it has to be really big. But I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it could be even just you and I manifesting this, this podcast episode or or manifesting each other on Instagram. That's something to celebrate, you know, getting home, getting home. Yeah. Getting home safely after you've driven for five hours like that. You've manifested a safe ride home, right? That's something to celebrate. So I think we need to change the way um, our minds work. And I think it's, you know, due to society because even in school, you know, you get 80% on a test and the teacher's like, well, you could have done better. 
but it's like, oh, yeah. well, I did 80%. I did pretty good, you know? Like, yeah, I did. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think we have this misconception or this, like, this, like, if it's not an A, plus, it's a zero. And right. I think we need to start celebrating those little wins. Even just, you know, even for someone that experiences depression or anxiety and they get out of bed in the morning, that's, that's a, a huge thing. celebration, you know? Yeah. So, taking that and and when we are celebrating during you said the full moon Mm -hmm. celebrate everything even the little things because those are the the little things are what matters most are usually the things that were like wow yeah like you know maybe you get that coffee or you change some you buy something for someone because they forgot their debit card or you know, you give some money to someone on the street, like those things are all to be celebrated. So I just wanted to include that in there because people often think that it has to be this big grand, you know, I manifested a car and it's like, yes, that's great. But show the universe you're also happy that you manifested another day on this planet because that's also just as important as a car, right? So yeah. And if it's like, and you don't have to like do this huge party for, you know, you well, you could. Or it could just be like, you know, hug your cat. Like I did a thing, you know, yes. like, animal, whatever it is. And just really make it like really important and realize that you did, did something awesome. Absolutely. Like, Put some music on, do what Kelsey from driven, driven by plants does dance. Yeah, you know, know, she always is dancing. I love that. I love that about her. She's always dancing. Um, so yeah, is there any tools that you think we should bring into our daily, weekly, or monthly routines? I know you had mentioned crystals. You mentioned meditation. Um, I'm a huge fan of journaling. Yes. Um, is there anything else that we should be incorporating to have that connection and to really like, you know, with astrology? Mm, with astrology. <laughs> Well, it's not this. The person that came to mind is not astrology at all. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> I was like, drink more water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, well, drink more water. Journaling definitely is a good thing um, because it helps. Well, water, drinking water helps you like flush out all the toxins, right? Especially yes. if you have lemon or lime to it. But also, journaling helps you flush out any like blockages or thoughts that are not you can't express, you know, maybe mm-hmm. through words, you can do it through writing. But with astrology, uh, if you're, if you're aware of your chart, I would say like follow the moon where like the sign that the moon is in and realize uh, and look into what the house means and, and um, think about those themes and how it's relating in your life. Um, that's kind of what I, that's what I'm doing right now with my coaching practice is helping people get familiar with where the moon is transiting and how to, and how, and how to think about it, you know, not what to think, but how to think about it so that you're constantly evolving and growing with it and um, becoming more fulfilled in your life. Um, but let's see. Well, you also, know what, with- what I was just going to say, like, and I, I just came to my, in, like my intuition, but maybe creating that either daily or weekly ritual to tap into the charts and to see what's going on and, to even if they're working with you to kind of like step back for a second, you know, because a lot of times like we can learn about all this stuff and then we forget and then we don't have that accountability and then, you know, and then it, we're just kind of backtracking. So maybe a good um, 
ritual is either daily, like if someone's really invested into it, which they should be, what it sounds like, because mm-hmm. this this stuff can tell you everything pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so creating that kind of daily ritual, even if it's for five minutes, just kind of checking in, stepping back, like while you're drinking your water and, and maybe oh, journal it. <laughs> yeah, and journal it out, right? And yeah. then see what kind of comes up. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, another thing, yeah, was what came to, to mind was like maybe if you don't know much about your chart, but you do know the signs, uh, with it being like Virgo season, you can just reflect on what does Virgo mean to me? Who's Virgo in my life and what mm. do I think of them? And uh, that would help you get familiar with how you're thinking about organization or like are you even organized with your life are you do you have a routine uh, do you want a routine have you tried it to see that it works and helps you feel more stable i find that when i have a routine and I actually stick to it i feel emotionally stable and so that's mm-hmm. always been like a struggle for me as a scorpio moon that's a fallen moon sign it's like emotions always been like a really big like thing for me and it's like oh my gosh I can never get a break or something happens and I'm just like ah <laughs> you know but instead it's like okay oh a routine actually keeps it even and so you know every day when you're drinking your water for five minutes you can think about what does Virgo mean and who's it who is that in my life that uh represents Virgo for me as a physical manifestation and what do I think of them mm. do I think that they're smart do I think that they're mean do I think you know and then why do I think that? Why do I think they're smart? Why do I think that they're mean? And why do I think, you know, <laughs> that they're quiet? Or why are they quiet? You know, and so that kind of digs in more into who you are and how to, how you could work with, with this Virgo season, too. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much. This was such a good, we actually went over an hour, which I'm <laughs> stoked about. No, oh my gosh, don't apologize. It's great. Um, I learned so much. I feel like we're going to need a part two once you become more familiar with um, connecting the moon cycles and menstrual cycles because I think that's going to be even more powerful and like mind-blowing. But where can people find you? Where can they get more information? I know I'm signed up for the newsletter, so make sure you do that. But where can can people gain more information? Also, your coaching services as well. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that and where people can sign up or learn more and et cetera. Yeah. So right now I don't have it like showcasing anywhere. That's okay. <laughs> for me right now, but pretty much with my coaching package, what, what we're doing is diving into each planet and uh, wherever it's placed in your chart and figuring out what it means. So it's a eight weeks kind of thing. Um, where we'll look at your sun, your rising sun and moon, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and what does that mean to you and how are you manifesting or working with those planets, those archetypes in your life and uh, relating it to your one intention that you're trying to manifest in your life. So it could be your, your career or you want to open up an Etsy shop or you want to attract a mate or you want to move or, you know, whatever, what that looks like, or you want a completely new lifestyle. So um, we look into each of your signs and how it relates to that intention. And then I also uh, guide you through the moon cycles and how to be okay with manifesting at a uh, pace that is yours, you know, and, and also in accordance to the moon. So you're doing this manifestation without burnout. 
Um, but yeah, so you would have to DM me <laughs> at Emerald Astrology uh, on Instagram or find me, or you can contact me through my website, emeraldastrology.com, or email me at emeraldastrology at gmail.com to uh, ask about like the, to do a 30 minute coaching. Um, like consultation? Yeah, like a coach, yeah. like a intro, just to kind of get familiar with each other. Because I'm finding that I'm needing to do that with the coaching. Just kind of make sure that I'm the right fit for you, and that um, you are the right fit for me. Totally. <laughs> so I can help, and you can get what you need. But it's pretty much to dig deeper into your chart and manifesting what you want at a very um, sustainable pace. That's the word I was looking for. So a pace that is very organic but sustainable and understanding who you are and what you really want um, so that you can be more fulfilled. But yeah, so website, my email, uh, Instagram, and you can Facebook, but I'm not really much on Facebook. I just kind of like. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we're, I think everyone's slowly getting off. I've seen a lot of people, especially in like the spiritual world, kind of slowly getting off to off of Facebook and more on Instagram. But um, no, I think it's great. Um, everything you're offering. And uh, I think what you're offering is so vital because I didn't even realize how um, important all this information is. And when you know this information, how pivotal it can be to the next steps of what you want to manifest, what your intentions are. You know, if you're, even if someone's going through um, a really hard time, I'm sure it would help them as well with um, connecting some dots and seeing yeah. some hope at the end of the tunnel. And trusting so, yeah. Myself. Yeah. Cause that yeah. was the big thing for me is trusting myself and like, am I, is the ball going to drop? Am I going to be forgotten? It was like always been like the, the thing. And it's like, no, look at the moon. She waxes, she disappears. She comes back. She, you know, she mm-hmm. you know, wanes, all that, you know? So it's like, that's what's happening. It's just let that happen. So Totally. And I think, it's so um, it's so fascinating that you were talking about being kind of like introverted and shy, but this podcast has been amazing and you've been glowing this whole time talking about this and it just, it makes me so happy because you are providing your gift on this planet and providing so much in, like awesome information for people. So please keep shining like the moon and please continue to get outside of your shell because you are such an important player in just the world in general. So I just want to share that. No, totally. And when you said that, I was kind of surprised because you just have this magnetic energy. Like, I I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been smiling the whole time (laughs) during this interview. Like my cheeks are starting to hurt and we've laughed and I don't know. I just, your energy is so magnetic. So um, just wanted to let you know that because, you know, sometimes we just need that reassurance that, you know, to continue doing what we're, we should be doing. So thank you so much, Latoya. This has been amazing. You're amazing. Keep <laughs> spreading the astrology love and keep up with this purpose and this passion that you have, because like I said, you're glowing right now. And I'm sure we could talk about it for, for hours. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's why I said we'll do a part two, because I really want to learn more about um, the menstrual and the moon cycles and everything else that you're going to be learning in the next, I don't know, couple months or so, or next year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll play yeah, by, we'll, we'll play by the moon. We'll play by the moon. But, um, <laughs> 
So yeah, if anyone's interested, please check out LaToya. Sign up for her newsletter because that's an awesome, awesome start. Follow her on Instagram. Her content is so good and it's so relatable. It's not technical or complicated. Um, I know I've been on some astrology uh, platforms and it's just like too much complication. So I love that you simplified it um, for even the beginner. So if someone's just kind of stepping into astrology, they're, they can, yeah, yeah, come, 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 come. Um, yeah, I love that. So make sure to visit her website, email her, tell her you said hello. Um, and, and yeah, and make sure to sign up for her coaching program. And, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in and it's been a real slice. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Keeping Real with Sierra Bray. I appreciate your support and sharing the podcast on social media. Make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Hope everyone has an amazing week and remember to keep being real.